It's one of my icks where people were like, what show are you doing? Why don't we um, catch everyone up to speed? We just have a like getting back in in our groove. Um, we could talk about like goals, what we want to accomplish, you know, what's been new since we got together last in 2023 and it's now the new year. Ooh, special. Spend some time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Laura, why don't you uh, go first? All right. So much, not really, honestly, not not that much, nothing exciting for me, at least. Um, just kind of working on getting myself back together after Humpty Dumpty kind of fell apart a little bit. Um, I've been working towards my gut health and uh, hormones seem to be doing a lot better, though. Not only did I get my period once, but I got it twice because, yes. Um, <laughs> so you're like super fertile. <laughs> you know, you don't have it. And then it's like, I'm going to come back and fuck you. I'm like, oh, awesome. Thank you. So glad. <laughs> but uh, about three weeks now into doing like a, I, would, I don't want to really say gut protocol because technically most of my markers that were like really, really off were like inflammatory related. So supporting all of that, bringing yeah. all of that down, just kind of <clears throat> like technically, yes, SIBO, but like to the point that it's not bad enough that really needs a heavy protocol. Hence why I'm just doing candy backed in ARBR like one time per day one pill of each and that's it yeah and it's it's working though it's still sending me to the bathroom constantly yeah we love a good poop yeah but these oh, probably aren't good poops no these are <laughs> no, like you've been a wrong girl you're in trouble <laughs> yeah yeah um, I know Laura and I were chatting like the other day about our Trader Joe's like food poisoning episode. I oh. thought I gave myself freaking SIBO by just not cooking ground beef. Cause I like rarely eat ground meats. I normally just like cook chicken or cook fish. And like, I just weigh that cooked, but like for whatever reason in my brain, I was cooking or I was weighing out the raw meats. So like, I don't cook all my meat. I weigh it out raw and then cook it. Well, dummy me was like, oh, the beef is turning brown. It's not a big deal. It smelled fine to me. And then I cooked it. And, you know, four hours later, it was not fine. And Eric smelled the beef because I was like, hey, can you just eat this up? So that way it doesn't go bad. We have to throw it away. He gave it a sniff. He's like, Ashley, this smells like cheese. And I was like, is it not supposed to smell like cheese? (laughs) And of course, I'm like, you know, heading to the bathroom every fucking hour. So I'm like, okay, so apparently it's not supposed to smell like cheese. So I'm taking a, a page from um I, my favorite IFBB pro, Dr. Megan Santa Barbara, and I'm cooking all of my beef and weighing it up cooked now. Yes. Smart. Yeah, very smart. And <laughs> did it today. And guess what? No, no urgency bathroom. So Laura, <laughs> this one's for you, girl. <laughs> you know what oh. I'm doing? Speaking of beef, um, the revive, I think it was reviver raw posted it. Mm-hmm. This farmer, I don't know, farmer Joe or something <laughs> was like on their podcast talking about how, when you get ground beef from the store, mm-hmm. you could be getting like Bob the cow from like fucking Argentina. You could be getting like a Sammy, the cow from like California who like ate well and stuff. And then another cow in the same package. So there's this place here in Tampa called wild fork and i think they do all like grass-fed like shit like the good shit so i think i'm gonna start upgrading my quality of beef 
So because... dumb question on this, but can you still like monitor your leanness percentage when you do stuff like that? I think at this store, they, <clears throat> I think it would be fattier. It would probably be 90-10. I don't think you could get like 96-4 that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, animal fat is really healthy for you. But I do like, like I was talking to Ash when I was at hers, like we like adding in like almond butter and like avocado and like different fats, you know, switch okay. it up. But I mean, my fats are pretty high right now, so I could get away with it for mm-hmm. sure. I'd rather have better quality. Mm-hmm. Speaking of today, my friend was telling me about like a post-workout where it was like beef and banana and peanut butter, kind of like an Elvis bowl. And so I did that. So I had rice, I had the 96-4 beef, I did peanut butter and I had some green beans and banana and it slapped. It was Mm. delicious. And I have not had, honestly, guys, I haven't had banana in like probably a year and a half. Not because like, I don't like bananas. It's just like, you know, cause I was dieting and whatnot. And, you know, sometimes bananas are just like too sweet for me. And so like, sometimes I just prefer berries, you know, or pears, I'm a big pear girl, but I put banana in the bowl and literally it was so good. It like was amazing. So that's a little tidbit. If you want like an Elvis bowl, peanut butter, banana, ground beef slaps. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I'm hit or miss with bananas. I don't know. Yeah. This one was like perfect for me. It was yellow. It wasn't yellow with like black spots. It was just yellow. So it wasn't like overly ripe where it was like just sucking down. <laughs> I like to have some banana, like little, I don't do a ton of it. Cause I'm kind of like you that like a lot abundance is a little mm-hmm. much, but like, I'll do like a mixture of like blueberries, strawberries, banana on top of like protein powder that I make into like ice cream. Ooh. As like a top are you creaming? Powder. Are you, you, are you a creamier yet? Creamer, creamier? Got a creamy about a year ago. Never used it. Okay. We talk, you inspire. I go to use it. The fucking thing breaks. First time. First time. Did it catch on fire or did it just break? It just broke. Okay. It it broke. It broke and then did not turn on after. Would not turn on. Did you contact them? Because they have really good customer service. No. It's on the list of to do. I would do it because they have really good customer service. Whenever it like the little ones catch on fire, they just send you a new one. Whenever. So this is like a typical happening. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like you have to think about how it works. And for those of you that are not like burst and ninja creamy, you take whatever it is you want. It's like a protein powder and like almond milk or milk, for example, and you freeze it. And then it takes a very high powered blade and just it together. This is why we do videos. You can see me, you know, being creamy. It blends the ever living snot out of it with this high powered motor blade. And that's why you have to do maybe do respins or mix-ins to get the right texture and consistency. But it's a very powerful motor that can overheat and combust if you like either use it too frequently, or sometimes it's just one of those things where you're generating a lot of heat Sometimes things just supposed to make a really loud noise, dude. It's so loud. Yeah. You guys remember the instylers back in like the early 2000s, the thing that would like do your hair. Those things were so freaking loud. It's like an instyler for your ice cream. (laughs) I don't think I'll ever get on the trend, but whenever I'm at yours, Ash, I will always have one. They're really nice. It takes a while to like be kind of creative with it. And I get how it could be viewed as disordered, but it, to me, it's no different than if you have that disorder, like buying halo top or whatever. But like, for me, Eric loves ice cream. He loves going on ice cream dates. And eventually, since I will be in prep this year, we are going to get to a point where 
I can't go out to eat with him to have an ice cream cone. But if he wants to have an ice cream day here, I can either A, make one for him and make one for myself, or we can get ice cream for him somewhere else. He can bring it back and I can have my Ninja Creamy and we can have a date. And that's how I'm going to find that like balance and prep and still be loving on my husband. So I need to invest now though, in how to be creative because it takes a while to figure out like the right texture, the right flavors, the right protein powders and stuff like that, because nothing is more annoying and frustrating than when you're in prep and you're hungry and you're expecting something to taste and feel a certain way. And it doesn't work out like you can have meltdowns. And so I just want to avoid my meltdowns. That's it. I think it's going to be a game changer on prep. Mm-hmm. For sure. For you. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm not like uber worried about it now, Um, but it is what it is. It's fun. I think it's fun. What about you, Meg? What's up with you? I know Laura's like on her gut health journey and kicking ass that way, but what's what's new with you besides your, your training? And you're looking freaking bomb. Trying to grow some glutes, man. Um, You know, I'm just focused on that. I don't think that this year is my time to compete. And I've accepted that. And it's cool with me. Um, Yeah, I'm just focusing on growth in my coaching and in my glutes. You've been crushing it in coaching. I've seen you post a new person every fucking day. Exactly. Thank you. I love it. I love being able to reach more people and impact more people. And I feel like I'm starting to build like a sense of community within my group, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, and that's something that I wanted to talk to them about is like possibly doing like some type of meetup, mm-hmm. maybe start small because I do have a couple people now like locally to Florida. So we could do like a Florida meetup. Um, and then, you know, I want to travel a lot this year. So if I'm ever near a few groups of people, then we'll do like a local meetup there. But yeah. I was thinking like, oh, I'll just do a big shebang. But then I'm like, that's a lot of people. (laughs) So I'd rather just do small, little intimate groups because obviously I want to train with them. I want to see how they're training. I want to interact. But I also want to like go out and like have a nice dinner with them and like actually get to know them more. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something else I'm working on is just communicating more with them. And like, I'm always the one to like, try to like pick and open their mind and like make them know, like, I'm not just your coach. Like I'm trying to actually develop a relationship with you. Um, and now they're being more open to it. So that's making me happy. Um, yeah, growing, growing the coaching, growing the knowledge, Mm -hmm. growing the glutes and going to travel more this year. So I have a lot of big plans for travel. So I'm excited. Um, so well, next weekend I'm going to be in Miami with the Scooby crew. And then I'm going to Nashville in February for, there's like this comp, uh, I don't know what it is. Is that Jeff Black's gym? There's a lot okay. of speakers. Yeah. Like Cameron Cheek's going to be there. Jason, Justin Mahaley, all them. Uh, so I'm going there with Kayla and Jane from Scooby and then <clears throat> going to Arizona with the Scooby guru again in April but then I'm staying out there for like a week and a half by myself just to like hike and explore because Arizona is beautiful. And then May, I'll be in the UK for probably like a week and a half visiting friends and with my client to compete in our first pro show. Wow. And then I have a huge gap because it was still like, am I competing? Am I mm-hmm. not? Probably not now. So I'll probably book more flights. But then the big shebang is in the fall, I plan on going to Bali for 
October through kind of like the start of November. Wow. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. What's Just a big Bali? Trip. <laughs> What's in Bali? Mm-hmm. Beauty. Are you going to go by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. It's gorgeous there and I want to experience more cultures and just Mm -hmm. yeah you know I mean like yeah there's definitely like Bali like the gym and fitness side there's some up and coming gyms over there but then there's also like just the beauty of Indonesia you know and there's the different islands that you can go to so I've been like stalking all the Bali like travel inspo pages and coming up with an itinerary and I'm just excited but now that I might not compete in August, I have to come up with a birthday trip. So we'll see where I'm going to go. I don't know. That's exciting. Preferably with Chip. So maybe Mexico or something. So he can go. Oh, speaking of Chip, did he do his pirate thing? His pirate contest? So he did not. We did not go. The weather was so bad. And yeah, I was so sad. He has his pirate costume, but he doesn't like the hat. Mm-hmm. So when he just wears like the little arm suit, he just looks like a little pilgrim. And I'm just like, you're not giving pirate vibes. So he, yeah, but it was really okay. cute. Maybe for Halloween, I'll take a picture. There you go. I love that. I love that. Well, that's awesome, Meg. I'm excited for you to do all that traveling. Um, Honestly, I feel like we have very similar like goals and um. I don't know, like creations in the process, except the only thing I want to amend is lack of travel for me. Um, I want to be as reclusive as possible <laughs> because I want to stay as focused as I possibly can on growing my glutes, mm-hmm. growing my coaching, my team, my roster, growing my knowledge. And then this is going to sound super cheesy and super corny, but growing my marriage as well, because Eric and I celebrated our 10-year anniversary together in January um, or dating but like I still just want to like grow with him and grow as we need to grow especially because like this year for him we thought about maybe buying another house in Ohio but now he's considering changing jobs because he's unhappy and so it's like okay well I know I'm going to need to be a huge support system for him as his wife while he looks through jobs and does the whole interviewing process and so I want to be as physically present as I possibly can um, for our marriage and for him, because I know he takes his role of support and his role of being a husband and kind of being our sole financial provider right now so seriously that it really stresses him out. So if I'm like out and about traveling, like he won't have that and that'll really stress him out. So for me, it's to be like a little bit more reclusive and just kind of like be in my little hidey hole but like growing in that hole. Mm-hmm. We love growing. Take up space in your own hole, man. Exactly. The, the, we're burrowing. We're burrowing and nesting yes. so we can grow. No, I think that's, I love that. I love that for you guys. Yeah. And we need a new uh, tagline of Operation Gorilla Glutes because Laura and I were joking <laughs> going ape shit because Eric and I, when we went to the Columbia Zoo, I saw a gorilla and dude, these- Big old booty. This was gorilla glutes. I mean, like, I can see now when people were like exploring like Africa and they came across a a gorilla, why they feared them and like shot them because this man, this thing was huge. It was 
so big and so quick. And its legs were like wellness legs and its glutes were just ginormous. Right. And he's just doing his gorilla thing. But I'm like on the other side of the glass, like, holy shit. Like it was unreal. So that's my, my goal this year is to grow gorilla glutes. We love it. Hell yeah. I'm going to put it in the group chat and see if I can put it, see if I can put it in, like I'll have Eric like do the editing or something and see if I can like. I told Ashley that we should get like gorilla bodies and put each one of our faces on one. <laughs> like that's posing. what I'm saying. <laughs> it's so funny though. I'm gonna try to see if they I can do put a thing in the group chat because <sighs> it's like hilarious. And there's like a little girl that was just kind of like la di da, and I'm like, this thing could like eat you. But where yeah, in the UK is the pro show? What? Where in the UK is the pro show? Oh, it's in Calgary. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'll be probably staying around like Eastbourne, which is where his assistant coach Sarah lives. So I'll be staying with them. And then we'll go to Calgary for the weekend. And then I'll probably, um, because I really want to go to Ultraflex. Like I would love to collab with like Meg and Carrie out there. Um, That would be sick. So I kind of, I'll probably like get an Airbnb out there. That'd be awesome. I mean, the gym itself. So the gym that I work at is Ultraflex. It's a, mm. a fit, the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's an affiliate of it. So mm. they brought it from the UK over to the United States. Yeah. And this is like one of the first ones in the US that's going to be like across the country. That's sick. That's really yeah. Cool. yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm not excited to drive on the left side of the road because I have to get a rental car. But Ooh. we'll see how I go. Can get video for us? Because I just want to see. I just want to see <laughs> like... I'm freaking out. I just hope like driving on the left side of the road is fine. If the driver's side is still on the left side of the car, I could do it. I think, but their car is like the driver's side's on the right. right. That would fuck me. I'd be like (laughs) freaking out. Like, Oh yeah. My lane, you know, with, you, you know, because we're on the left side. Yeah. So and that was like in the British Virgin Islands, our rental car was set up like an American car, but you That's still nice. drove on the left side. So hopefully, fingers crossed, I can buy an American car in the UK to rent. There you <laughs> go. I'll see. You're like, well, yeah. hey, yeah. Uh, can I go through all of these and see which one's on the left first? Yeah, honestly, I'll be like opening the door. It's like, not this one. <laughs> That's right. I always wondered how male people like did their jobs because they obviously drive on the right side and their little cars. Yeah. Like that's how they have to put the mail in the mailbox. Right. So I always wonder like how they do their like nine to five, you know, Monday through Friday, maybe even occasional Saturday. And then they switch to like a normal car or if it's so ingrained with them, they're like, listen, just (laughs) let me drive on the right side in my freaking like Toyota Yaris or whatever. It was ambidextrous drivers. Yeah. I was going to say, it would be like me trying to brush my teeth with my left hand and like so hard <laughs> everywhere you That's end up looking like you're having a stroke like i try to do that every once in a while to like you know get more mind muscle connection whatever but what ends up happening is i end up like brushing like up into my nose because yeah. like i just don't have like the fine motor skills and eric's like what are you doing and there's like toothpaste all over my tits always back to the tits it's just like it's i try but it's just it just doesn't look good just not a good look for me <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it because I was big in that during like chiropractic school with like neuroplasticity and like trying to like, mm-hmm. you know, challenge different sides of your brain. And I was like, oh, doing this and doing that. And like, fuck that. Yeah. It's too much. One side that works, that's it. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like writing with your left hand. And like, this is, I am that level of like cat mom or whatever. But like when we sign like birthday cards or holiday cards, like I'll sign for the cats too, because you know, whatever, it's fun. So Uma is a really pretty cursive. And Finn, I will purposely write with my left hand. So it looks like a toddler. That's funny. Yeah, I'll like make the ends backwards too. And it's just, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you're so animated <laughs> oh my goodness gracious but yeah so really it's a growing some gorilla glutes um you know traveling not at all um at, on an as-needed basis and and then i'll be prepping for the first time since 2019 and i'm really uh, excited about it do you have a date a start date or not really or is no. it kind of like a pre-prep and then you just yeah that's a good it. question and that's something where like this is just, I don't know why, it, it, I don't know if it's an ego thing or if it just like, it's one of my icks where people were like, what show are you doing? And it's like, that's not how I want to bodybuild because it's like, for me, it's not about the show, right? I'm not set on a date. I'm not set on a show. It's, I want to bring the best physique, the best package that I can possibly get. And it's completely up to Austin as to what that look is or what our best is going to look like. So right now, how I view my job is to take this growth phase seriously, to eat my meals, to get my sleeps, to train as hard as I can train. And then when he decides it's time to enter into a prep, we start our dieting phase, we start prepping. He can tell us, Hey, you know what? You're like six weeks out, start looking for shows around you and then we'll compete. I understand if you have to do a national show, it's a little bit different because like you have to have like your physique ready by a national show. But for crying out loud, I haven't even won my class yet, let alone an overall. So I'm trying to keep my blinders on and to not get ahead of myself. So it's a long-winded answer of saying, I have no shows picked out. <laughs> I think that's fine, though. I always try to stress that to my athletes. And sometimes they they accept it and they're cool with it. And others are like, no, I'm doing this show. It's local to me. I'm doing this show. I'm like, all right, fuck it. But like, <laughs> I'd rather prep somebody for a season and we pick shows. I wouldn't like say like, okay, we're going to fly out to fucking California. But like, okay, if you have to drive like four hours or fly across like two states or something, like, come on. Like, you have to be willing to do that if you're trying to truly win. Yeah. Um, and you shouldn't just pick a local small show because you're like, oh, I just want to get my feet wet and try it out. Like, get your feet wet by competing. Like, you know, but... I don't know. I think prepping for a season and not just this show is so much. It's I feel like it's like a mental breather too. Yep. You're like, okay, I don't have to be ready by X date. Mm -hmm. Like I can be ready earlier. I can be ready like two exactly. weeks later. No? Yeah. Exactly. So, Cause I can't so predict the future. I can't predict what my body's going to do. I can only control like my, I can only control my, my controllables. Right. And a big part of the contest prep is your, not necessarily your emotions, but the the actions you take because of your emotions. And so if I got too emotionally attached to a show, that's going to make my prep so much harder. So for me, it's mm -hmm. like, I want to, again, learn and grow, and in this case, mental growth while prepping as best as I can. So that way I can be more relatable as an athlete for my, my athletes. And so yeah. it's like being able to grow mentally and being like, listen, like if you really want to win, if you really say that you want to win your class, win an overall, become an IFBB pro, then you need to take the heart of an athlete and the mind of an athlete 
and do what needs to be done and not be so emotionally attached to the outcome, be emotionally attached to just bringing your very best and knowing that like you have to take those steps each and every day, each and every hour to create that best look. Yeah. Preach. Yeah. Hallelujah. Smart too to like give yourself maybe multiple options too within like a time frame. Like especially honestly, I think this applies even to like not a new competitor, someone who's seasoned like I wish I had lined up two shows this last time that I competed. Mm-hmm. I was so disappointed with how that one went and put so much into it. And there was literally nothing for like another two months that was like remotely near me. Mm-hmm. So at that point it was just like, fuck it. But like, I wish that I had, cause sometimes two people show up. Yeah. Yeah. And if you really want to like get your feet wet and get experience and then that happens, that's definitely a kick mm-hmm. in the butt for mm-hmm. sure yep exactly exactly so no shows picked out like he said likely we'll start prep i would assume early june maybe like we we grow until we need to grow um again mostly just booty um gorilla cheeks and then we'll start prep and whatever happens happens um again i don't mind traveling for shows i have plenty saved up over I mean, for crying out loud, it's been five years. If I haven't saved up enough money by now, I don't know what the hell I've been doing. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. I'll be getting probably two suits again, just to kind of see like what will look best. But I'm almost definitely going to go with a black suit because I want to rock a black suit. Um, I get that might not be the best for my, like, I don't know what you want to call it. Like my face. I don't know. Some people go back and forth. I might not have the exotic look for black. So I might do like a safer color, like a purple because purple is another favorite color of mine. But at the regional show, I can probably get away with black. Now, if I do really well at the regional show and we can start looking at national shows, like big girl shows, I'll probably do what's safer and rock the purple, you know, because like sometimes, you know, the black might look good, but on like a more competitive stage where really like the finite details of your overall package also Mm -hmm. is like a big factor. I would feel really sad if my feedback was everything was great, but you probably would look better with like a purple or blue suit. And that's why you didn't win. Like I would be devastated. I'd be like, damn it, son of a bitch. Yeah. That's something I noticed um, at like the PCA show that I went to this last time I was in the UK mm-hmm. is a lot of girls do black mm-hmm. and it's gorgeous. Like they do black, like the base colors black, and then the gems are like a ruby red or like an emerald Ooh. green. And it's so pretty. That's hot. I could never do it. I'm just gonna be that that red girl. But yeah, I think that's beautiful. I think it's I'm excited because your practice bikini looks so good dude i love love that that black suit um maria from goddess glam did such a good job like it's kind of unfortunate because the way that the lighting in my posting room is set up like my black ish hair and my black suit gets kind of lost in the black background but i need to contact cameron cheek and see who did how he does the overhead lights so that way you can like actually see some dimension because as of right now the lights in front of me so you kind of like lose that depth but if i have like overhead lights shining down it'll look like a little bit more stage light you know what i'm saying yeah i found these ones that i was going to get off amazon you like just attach them to the wall because i can't do tools i cannot do tools uh-huh. so you just like attach them and you can kind of angle them 
But Ooh, I'm wondering. You said that to they, me. Yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna get those, and then also I think because you guys saw my progress photos, I think I need a bigger sheet. You do. Yeah. Yeah. It pissed me off that mm-hmm. white space, man. So I'm gonna order like a king, or I think that's just like a twin. So I'll just get like oh, yeah. a queen. A yeah, queen. you need. I would do probably just what if a you king. Don't the other way. But then I think it's too narrow. You would want to just do a king, Meg. So that way you have like plenty of room to also like if you want to walk or if you want to do your routine, you have that space to play. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I would do. Yeah. And I might find a different trash mirror. I love my little mirror, but it's a bit small. Yeah. So it's a cute little setup. Love it. But Mm -hmm. I might get a chair. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, like, okay. I like thought you meant like a posing chair. chair. I was like, we have posing nah. chairs. Nah. I'm going to, I was going to get outdoor furniture, but I'm just going to use my beach chairs. And then I was contemplating selling this chest, but I think I might keep that and get a different chair. I don't know. Are you staying in the same place? Yeah. I just have no furniture. I have a okay. desk. Well, I thought I saw you say something about you weren't going to be able to. So that's good that that worked out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what happened to that, but that was fun. You know, <laughs> after a shit day of travel and it's like, you don't live here. <laughs> and you're like, oh, news to me. So it was like the fun little like notice. So everybody who walks past your door can see it too. And you're oh, just like, oh. that's like in movies. What the yeah. Fuck? But it wasn't like I was like, uh, what's the word when you get kicked out? What? Evacuated? Evicted. No. Evicted. 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 <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. it That's wasn't like a hurricane that. yeah it didn't say like eviction notice but it said like i don't know it was just like vacancy notice like lease something and i was like eh. so like my my key fob was turned off like i got back home i think it was like it was late it was late when i got back from everything and i like tried to get into my building and like the key fob doesn't work so i'm like fucking hell how do i get in so I just like walked up the ramp from my like parking garage and like snuck in a building. I'm like, this is fun. So, but yeah, I'm here, I'm here <laughs> for until December. And then I don't know. I don't know what I'll do, but we'll see. Do you like Florida enough to want to like stay there permanently? Um, I don't think I'll ever stay anywhere permanently. That's fair. I, I don't know. <laughs> So I love the people here. I love Florida in general. It's beautiful, but I just feel like there's so much more, you know? Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Don't want to speak too soon. So we'll see. Can we move in with us in Charleston, have, you know, the cute guys at Uflex, you know, <laughs> big old posing room, just saying. <laughs> that posing room is nice. It is so nice. It is so nice. And I upgraded um to the little um what what do you call it? The little like influencer tripod. Tripod. Thank you. Tripod. Thank you. Ooh. Um got a tripod. And really what, what sold it for me was when I was filming my hats hack squats the other day. And I always like leaned up my phone against my water bottle because I just like didn't really want to want a tripod. But the thing is that the angle that I was doing it, you it you could literally see my vagina eating my pants. And I was like, <laughs> I need a tripod. This cannot happen this is not a good look i'm not posting this to socials i'm not even gonna send this to like 
you know, my, my team chat to show how hack squats should be done. Like, no. So I bought a tripod for that very reason. And then I'm having like a phone storage issue. And my phone is like old as shit anyway. It's like an iPhone. I don't know. And eight, eight, maybe. So, uh, I invested my, my business funds into, into waiting for it. The iPhone 15 titanium pro with 256 gigabyte storage. So if storage is ever an issue, it shouldn't be an issue. So <laughs> Tell we me are growing like our that. business in 2024, ladies. Yeah, because I want to I want to upgrade my phone too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. definitely. It was a big investment. It was like $1,200. But yeah. I mean, Worth it. I need more storage and I want to be more professional. And since this is the pro version, it has like better like googly eyes for like the like photos and stuff. So it saves me money on having to buy like an expensive camera because I was yeah. thinking about like obviously producing better content but I was entertaining like do I want to do YouTube or do I not want to do YouTube because some people were like saying to do like a day in the life I don't see how Instagram would really do that super well but I don't know just contemplating some things I was just about to say I'm doing a day in the life real today just so you're to doing a real test, yeah to test mm-hmm. the waters okay um so we'll need to do a little clippy of us doing that um but i was contemplating youtube too but i was like should i just upgrade my phone and record with that or should i get a camera Mm -hmm. i feel like i would be so in my head about recording like outside in public with a fucking camera Mm -hmm. so i think i'm gonna just do the phone route yeah i I have 14 pro I have yeah. the 14 Pro, so it's like one below what you have, I think. Okay. Um, it's pretty good for that, like pretty good for video quality and all that type of stuff for film. I do everything from my phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mine's not shit, but it's like I need a new phone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, this phone is like I said, it's like an, a 10. And it's just one of those things where I no longer have any storage because of like all the updates. You know, like Apple, like puts updates on your stuff that takes up even more storage and kind of like shoves you out to be like, buy more product. Yeah. yeah. So I'm at the point where it's like the the software updates are no longer really being supported and I just don't have the, the phone storage and my LTE is like stupid. So like if I'm out and about, sometimes my athletes videos won't download, so I can't give them feedback. Mm-hmm. And that like really frustrates That's me. Yeah. yeah. It's like super frustrating. And I get, I don't have to have like instantaneous feedback but i do like to give them feedback especially like while they're at the gym to quickly put it in their logbook versus like okay i get back to them in like several hours it's like okay well they might forget or whatever so i'm hoping that with a nicer phone that has 5g capabilities i'll be able to have like quicker response times which makes Mm -hmm. me very makes me happy to hear you say that because josh is always yelling at me because we'll be like doing something he's like what are you doing right now why are you responding this second, they just sent it to you. And I'm like, because I have to. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, you it's... know, you start to give yourself this like want to be so punctual. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's good or bad, honestly. It, it's yeah, both. It's yeah. both. Because like you don't have boundaries. So you feel like super anxious to like give them feedback and you might not take the necessary time to think through things, especially if it's like a troubleshooting case. But at the same time, 
I also think it speaks highly to when you're providing a high level service and charging for a high level service to have urgency in your response time. So I think it can be both good and bad as long as you're taking the time that it needs to take to give proper feedback. Training video, okay. Like we, I think we're all versed enough in training video feedback that like, you know, a quick instantaneous response is like really easy. But if it's like a really like, you know, let's say it's a high functional case athlete or like they're having a really hard emotional time and you're absorbing that emotion and you're trying to think of like, what's the best thing to say? And you don't think through the case entirely. You might say something that could be, you know, not necessarily detrimental, but you could say something maybe better had you give it an extra five minutes of thought. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think, you know, the whole boundaries thing, I get it, but, and I'm the type of person, like, I don't have business hours. I don't take off. Um, I think it's a good thing and a bad thing sometimes, but I think, like you said, like, if it is like a quick reply, like, why not? Like, get it done. Um, but if you do see a message come across and the athlete is struggling with something, but you don't have the energy or the focus or the time to give that athlete what they need, I would definitely get back to them and say, Hey, I'm going to take care of what I need to do right now, but give me until give them a clear time that you're going to get back to them. Don't just leave them hanging. Um, I think that's what the issue is too, but I agree. I'm, I don't think it's like a workaholic though. I don't even feel like I'm working. I'm just like, Respond that's how that. I feel. That's what I, was, oh, I say all the time. I'm like, I like to, and it's like, you don't ever turn off. I'm like, that's being a woman, basically. <laughs> it is like a workaholic thing, but at the same time, it's like, it can be positive and it can be negative. Like, we all love our jobs. We all love our athletes. We love what we do. It's just like, are we doing it in that frame of mind? Or when, you know, things start piling up, we're starting to kind of like lose ourself where it's like, we're having emotional breakdowns. We're starting to sacrifice like our own mental health. Maybe we're not doing things to take care of our physical bodies or skipping meals, not showering, having shit training sessions. You know, it's a domino effect. So why are you explaining my life? Yeah. <laughs> are you describing my life? Right Listen, now? <laughs> I have been through it too. Where like back in my depression and insomnia times, I was up all the time. I wouldn't sleep and I would just be working. Right. I'd be creating client plans, giving feedback at like three in the morning. So like I've been through it too. Right. So that's why I do set boundaries because like, mm -hmm. I do think it's important to have shut off time. So that way you can take care of yourself. And that way, when you do have working hours, you are on, you can provide a high level of service and still make sure that you are taken care of first, because we preach to our athletes, you know, it's okay to be selfish, even though it's not really selfish to feed yourself, to train, to, to sleep. But if we're not walking the walk, it's like, you know, for me, I burned myself out so many times that it's not fun. And I wouldn't want to set my example that way to one of my athletes or they're like, well, you're not doing it. So why should I? So like, that's just like what I believe, because again, like, not sleeping is not fun. I turn into an emotional wreck. I don't know. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I've done it a bunch too. No, uh, but I wrote that in my check-in. That's definitely a goal of mine is to get better at sleeping. But we'll see. We'll see if that happens. I say that while I'm chugging like a Celsius. What Dude, flavor? Flavor slaps. Cosmic vibe. Is that I the... first got it. I told you about it. I got it at the Tampa Pro for free, and then yeah. I couldn't find it anywhere. And now my Target sells it, so I got a lot of them. 
you know, you know, this really reminded me of it because Target is the one that that sells the specialty rice cakes, like the tomato basil and the everything. Yeah, I told you. I know, haven't had them because I don't go to Target because it's not convenient for me to go to a Target. I'm a Walmart person. Actually, no, I'm an Aldi person because those are the they cheapest all, rice cakes. They also have 96 lean ground beef. At Aldi? Well, because it's Aldi At and Trader Joe's. Target, Target. They have Laura. Oh. Laura's lean beef. Yes. Yeah. Cute. I, I still, it's just, it's just not convenient for me to go to and I don't want to distress me out but Eric was like they should make a bodybuilder like rice cake where it's like you know barbecue flavor or like like you know like you know like potato chips but rice cake flavor so have like pizza barbecue like sour cream and onion I was like dude that's an idea like I would love to have like you know like I said Lay's potato chip flavors for rice cakes that would slap for me I can't even remember the last time I had a rice cake. I think it was over in the UK. I had their rice cakes, which are very, very thin compared to ours. It's mm-hmm. crazy. They're very small too. Um, I just don't like them. I'd rather have a bowl of rice than mm-hmm. rice cakes. But on like- prep, volume, mm-hmm. maybe. I see you. I like to put them in my creamies as little dippers because like yeah. was was it Ben or was it Jerry that couldn't like taste, but he was texture? I think it was Jerry, right? Okay, Eric says it was Jerry. So like, I'm a texture person. So I like to have crunchy bits in my ice cream. So I like to do rice cakes and the creamy, but I also love sardines on rice cakes. That's like, no. I love sardines. I love really? sardines. They're so good. So good. They're really high in protein. They're real, real good for you. If you do yeah, they're like, like little, little boys, but they- Pack a punch. Pack a, pack a punch. Yeah. That's one of those, like, you'd have to hold me down and hold my mouth open to get into my body. 